Welcome to the Rise Resolute Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Meyer, a doctor of physical therapy committed to helping people live healthfully, joyfully, and push past even their own expectations for their life. There are no words to convey the magnitude of sorrow due to the injustice in Minneapolis. Our hearts break as we muddle our way through and try to decide how best to become a part of the movement for justice and love. All of this on top of our already fragile emotional state given the pandemic and quarantine. I don't have the answers, although I do know that the elected officials who matter most in reforming police departments and criminal justice systems work at the state and local levels. So if you want to make a change, one thing you can do is get out and vote. You can also choose not to be silent, though we do not discuss directly in this episode George Floyd's death and the unjust deaths of so many others and the need for justice. Please know that I plan to do that in the future. However, I still find the episode to be valuable. Some of the insight shared by Hadley is still applicable as we navigate through the coming weeks. In this episode, Hadley encourages us to tap inward and reflect. I invite you all to do just that. Tap inward and reflect on how you can make a better world. We are all a part of the solution. I also hope this episode brings you a small burst of positivity and hope in what seems to be such a bleak time. I continue to believe that there are good things ahead, my friends. Let's work together to make sure. Here's the interview. Everyone, this is Hadley Garrison. Um, I'm so excited to chat with her. She is a, a health and lifestyle change coach, and she helps people feel better in their own bodies. And I'm going to let her tell you more about what she does because it's super awesome. But um, but yeah, I'm just really happy to have you, Hadley. So welcome to the podcast. And Oh, thank you. Yeah. And if you would <laughs> just give everyone um, a little more information on who you are and um, where you came from, that would be awesome. Yeah, sweet. So I am uh, a health coach. Uh, like you said, I help people to feel better in their bodies, have more confidence in their um, themselves and their day-to-day -day lives. Um, I help people have more ease in their day-to-day -day lives as well, and really just implement health habits that are going to make them feel really, really good um, physically, mentally, emotionally, um, all those things. I, I really want to spread uh, just joy and um, positivity through uh, tangible health habits so people can actually feel the way that they want to feel in their daily life. Yeah, so. I think that's so awesome. And on the podcast here, we talk a lot about the athlete mindset and how important it is to move your body. And I'm sure that's a part of what you encourage with, with your mm -hmm. um, students or people who um, are using your skills. So anyway, we can touch on that as well. But yeah, I think what you're doing is amazing. And I knew we were going to connect because we both believe in positivity. It's so Yay! important. Yeah. So um, what I would like to do is start off by just um, learning a little more about your own personal journey, Hadley. Um, and then we'll get into talking about how this pandemic has affected you. But tell, um, tell the listeners and the viewers who are watching now um, a little more about some of the struggles that you've faced in your own personal journey um, thus far. Yeah, so I so some of my biggest personal struggles have kind of revolved around food and my body and um, and health in general. Really, um, I grew up really 
you know, health conscious. My parents were really into health before it was cool. (laughs) Um, They were really into like personal development and listening to like Tony Robbins and Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra and all that stuff. So I grew up with that mindset, but I also, I had a lot of my health was really, uh, or my view of health was really wrapped up in my body image and my, um, kind of my relationship with food and that kind of thing. Um, so there was a lot of restriction and then binging and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I also, I remember even like before I was like 10 years old, I was body conscious, like especially in a bathing suit or whatever, when I was hanging out with friends. And so it was, and I was also very disconnected from my body. So I didn't really know like, oh, am I hungry right now? Or do I feel satiated? Or what kinds of foods would feel really good to me? Or what kinds of exercise would feel really good to me? I just didn't know. I was very stuck in my own mind. Right. Um, and so, so that was kind of my, my biggest health struggle, um, you know, going through middle school, high school, and then into college, it really got worse before it got better in college. Of course, you know, there's so much stuff going on, Uh, lots of mental health stuff and everything. And yeah, and just trying to control even more. Um, I definitely had like kind of that perfectionism mindset where I was like, okay, if I can only get to this place, or if I can only uh, follow this meal plan or follow this exercise plan, then I'll be happy. Um, And obviously we know that that's not actually what makes us happy. Um, So yeah, so that was kind of my biggest struggle. It it got worse before it got better. Like I said, Um, I started having, I started getting psoriasis, like all over my body, my junior year of college, in my face and everything. Um, I struggled with a lot of binge eating and then restricting and all of that kind of thing. Um, and I got I got like two ear infections in a year and was on antibiotics for multiple different things. So uh, it wasn't until I actually got to um, a point where I, uh, I started a program called Body Thrive, um, which was with this other company. So that was in my master's program. So I, you know, I went to undergrad for um, biopsychology, cognition and neuroscience. And then I went to my master's program um, in public health in health behavior and health education. And as part of that journey, uh, we kind of we had to have an internship during the summer. So one of my internships was with this company who, uh, who taught health habits, essentially. Um, and I got to take that program as part of as my compensation. Um, and so that was kind of the turning point for me was, oh, like, I have all of this knowledge. I've read all of these things. I've read nutrition books since I was a sophomore in high school. And I know all of the stuff that I need to do. But it was really it was that um, the guidance and the structure and the community support that I really needed to get to the place that I wanted to go. Right. So, yeah. So that's why I do what I do now. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's so awesome. And I love how you took your struggle and you really turned it into something very positive and a way to lift up others, which I think is amazing. Um, as you were going through it, Hadley, were there any people who were instrumental in your, you know, recovering your journey through? And do you remember anything in particular, maybe somebody said to you that was really impactful? Yeah, so uh, my coach in uh, the program that I was in was very, very impactful. Um, I do remember, you know, going through and having a number of a number of different like 
wake up calls, I guess you could call it. Um, but my, my coach in that was really helpful. My mom, um, has always been really helpful. Um, and then, uh, you know, really, really doing that program shifted the things that I needed to shift. So my mom had always told me like, you can do whatever you want to do in your life. You know, um, she always told me, uh, the quotes, uh, be bold and great and mighty forces will come to your aid. And so I, I always knew that I could do what I wanted to do, but then it was just that mindset shift that I needed to not be perfect, <laughs> yeah. to get rid of the perfectionism. Yeah. And then I was able to step into the, um, going for health, like at an 80% level or a B minus level rather than shooting for A's all the time. Right. Yeah. yeah. I love that. You know, I really like how you mentioned this, this struggle with perfectionism because I think a lot of us struggle with that in one way, shape, or form. And I think I've, we've talked about this before in the podcast too, but just holding on to things so tightly sometimes um, doesn't allow us to really live a joyful life. You know, we have to be flexible and hold loosely to some of these things. And in fact, there was one interview that they were talking about holding loosely even to your dreams to make yeah. room for the unexpected expected you know and mm. I thought that was so cool and powerful um, that if we do hold loosely to some of our dreams some of our expectations some of even the a daily goal we set for ourselves knowing that it's okay if things go differently than planned sometimes that's the most you know the, the, the most beautiful things happen um, out of that so I really love that I think it's a I think it's a great um, a great thing to discuss and put out there and let people know that perfectionism mm. in the end um, it just it, it doesn't benefit anyone so um, I love I, I love that you shared that with us. Um, if there if there were some words that you could share with someone who might be at the beginning stages of going through um, some struggles with body image and potentially an eating disorder or some other struggle in their life, is there something that you wish you would have known back then as you were going through Hadley that you might want to share with someone who who might be at the beginning of their journey? Mm, yeah, I would say definitely getting out of that all or nothing mindset of like, I have to be doing things perfectly, or I'm not going to do it at all yeah. was the biggest thing for me. And the biggest thing that I help help people with help my clients with. Um, and, and also just giving yourself some grace, um, giving yourself that uh, being gentle with yourself, giving yourself that compassion that you would give other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sounds sort of cliche at this point <laughs> because it's said so much, but really being able to, uh, talk to yourself kindly and, yeah. you know, have that compassion for yourself is not only going to make it so that your life is a lot more fun, <laughs> um, and just a lot more joyful, but it's also going to help you actually create that sustainable habit change over time. There's so many studies that show that berating ourselves and beating ourselves up for not doing the things that we want to do or for doing things that we don't want to be doing, um, that doesn't work. (laughs) Um, It has to come from a place of love and compassion for ourselves in order for it to be sustainable. Of course, we can white knuckle it for a really long time or not for a long time, and then it kind of falls apart. So in order for it to be sustainable, it has to come from that place of love. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think the power of uh, positive self-talk is Mm. just, it, it cannot be, um, undervalued. It is so important. And even just the little things, and it, it even sounds cheesy. And so I think that people mm-hmm. sometimes they're like, ah, it's so cheesy. But literally <laughs> reframing your thought process, it just like it does, it does wondrous things. Um, getting out of the mindset like, oh, I have to do XYZ. And instead of thinking I get to do these things 
um, you know, mm-hmm. because my body is strong or, you know, whatever it is, just that shift in the positive self-talk. Um, it, it, I, I agree. It's so, so powerful. So I think that's fantastic. Um, well, let's shift gears a little bit. And why don't you tell us, you were telling me before we started um, recording, before we got on Instagram, you have had a crazy couple of months with COVID. So yeah. why don't you um, tell us a little bit about how it changed your life and what you've been doing for the last few months? Yeah. So I was in, I normally live in Seattle. Um, I've been living there for two years now and I am actually, I've been back in Michigan for almost three months, which is the longest I've been in Michigan in the past, like however many years since like my sophomore year of college. Um, yeah. So yeah, so it's been a while. Um, but it's been really fun to be, I've kind of taken it as this wonderful opportunity to be able to actually spend time with my family who, you know, I care about more than anything else, my family and my fiance at the same time. So it's been really, really nice um, to be home with them. Uh, My work didn't change a whole lot because my work is all online. I do group um, virtual uh, uh, health habits programs. Um, And so that's all online. So that didn't change a whole lot, but, um, but, being back in Michigan has been very, very different from the norm. Um, and so it's just been, it's been a bit of a whirlwind for yeah, sure. And we're I actually bet. headed back to Seattle tomorrow. Crazy. So yeah. Wish us luck. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Good. I'm glad but, you're able to go back though. So was it yeah. difficult for you to reset, like kind of rewire what your plans were for these last few months when you found out that you needed to quarantine and that you were going to go home? Did you, um, was there a grieving period? Were there things that you had planned that, that were hard for you to let go of or how did that work for you, Hadley? Definitely. We had planned a few different trips. I had a, you know, birthday trip planned with my friends. Um, supposed to go this summer to Greece and Denmark with my best friends from my childhood and we haven't seen each other in years. So it was like, you know, this big, exciting thing. Um, but, uh, but coming back home, I kind of I kind of went through that grieving period. I actually did a call with um, with some people about the grief, like the stages of grief during yeah. this time and everything. Um, and I found that you know you, you go back and forth between some of the grief stages. Um, you know, there's anger and there's denial at first, and you know you can kind of go back and forth between all those things. Um, so I definitely did grieve the life that I had before. Yeah. And really, I also kind of had to work my way through feelings of guilt. Um, And, you know, like, I don't have it as bad as other people, um, things like that. And like feeling like I should be doing X, Y, or Z. Um, And then kind of coming to terms with that and doing what I can, but not beating myself up again for, you know, not doing everything all of the time. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. I think that people do, some people do feel guilt in this situation and it's important to realize that, that that's taking place and, and to work to, to let it go. Um, yeah. And also I agree, you know, we've talked a lot about grieving things that we haven't been able to do, but we haven't actually talked about, you know, the grief wheel or the stages of grief and how it does apply to this situation. And you know what? It's going to apply as we move forward because the new normal is probably not going to be the same as life was 
um, prior to this. It's not like we're just going to go back. Um, and right. so we'll continue going through these stages. And so it's important for all of us to recognize that it's okay to have bad days. You know, it's okay to be sad and angry sometimes. And um, but w- we move through it and we recognize that we're feeling it. And then we, you know, and then we move on. But yeah, I like I like that the discussion of that. And um, are there particular strategies that you've used and for yourself to get through this time, Hadley? Yeah, I've actually used this time to, I kind of have switched my mindset to focus on this being an opportunity or really an invitation to tap in inward, um, tap into how I am, uh, how I'm feeling and how I'm interacting with the world. Um, I, I've really tried to, allow this time for me to be more instead of doing more. Um, A lot of times people are like, oh, you just have to find enough things to do during this time, you know, but I've, I've found that, that, that while it's important to stay purposeful, we also want to give ourselves a ton of space right now to actually digest the feelings that are happening um, and to name those feelings. And so something that I've talked about a lot with my clients is, okay, how can we feel into what we're actually feeling right now so that we can move through it and digest it so it doesn't just get stuck in all of the gunk and get repressed um, and then come out at some point later on. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, Very cool. Um, I love this thought of being more instead of doing more. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that it's valid not just during this time of COVID, but um, for life in general. Um, We've talked a lot on the podcast too about um, defining our own self-worth and our own happiness based on who we are, not what we're doing. You know? Yes, I've loved that. Yeah. <laughs> and I just I I again it's worth repeating because it's so important. I think if we can get a handle on that during this crazy time as we mm-hmm. move through the pandemic and this new normal, I think it will serve us well as we continue through our lives to remember that literally what we do, it it's it can be exciting and you meeting goals, but it's more about who you are on the inside. And you have to be willing, like you said, to do the work and recognize the emotions and work through them and not, you know, not ignore them. Talk about them, deal with them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Such, such good advice. And so I love that. Um, do you have particular suggestions for women out there who are struggling through the pandemic and trying to stay positive? Um, any words that you would put out there for that? Yeah, I would say look at this time as the invitation that it is. It is something different. For yeah. I mean, everyone is facing something different, even if your life hasn't changed that much or even if it's changed completely drastically. Try to think of the one opportunity that this time is bringing up. Try to look at this as the invitation that the universe may have for you. And, you know, for some of us, that's going to be really way harder than for others. Um, But if there's one thing that you can kind of take out of this, um, this time, really focus in on that and, and see what are the blessings, what are the opportunities that are actually arising right now. That's, um, yeah, I, that's kind of the, the one thing that I've consistently been trying to put out there 
uh, over time. Oh, man, I love that so much. I got to chill when you shared that. This time is an invitation. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) And it's so true. And it's an invitation, like we said, to tap inward. We don't have to have these giant expectations. We don't have to go, you know, run a marathon on the weekend because we have the time or, you know, whatever. Um, It's just the invitation to tap inward and um, do whatever it is that feeds your soul, right? Your spirit. Yeah, do something just for the sake of pleasure, you know, do something that you love. Yes. I love that. Um, Awesome. So we are going to move into the positivity push in just a minute. But before we do that, I know we are on Instagram right now. But um, for those who are (laughs) listening and don't know how to follow you or to potentially enroll in one of your classes, can you share how to do that, Hadley? Yes. So uh, you can follow me on uh, Instagram or Facebook. My, uh, my account is just happy, healthy Hadley. And that's spelled H A D L E E two E's. Um, and then you can also go to happy, healthy slash contact. If you want to sign up for a health goals session with me, I do free 30 minute health goals sessions. If you want to talk about whatever you're struggling with in your health or in your habits or in your uh, day-to-day wellness. Um, and we can kind of figure out what the next steps you want to take are for you. And if that's working with me, that's great. Or I can point you in whatever direction you need to go, um, in order to achieve the things that you want to achieve next. Um, I find that this is a really great time during quarantine to get really clear on what you want next out of your life, um, and get some guidance for moving forward with doing actually being able to do that. Yeah, I think that's so great. And so you mentioned it's a 30 minute free consultation, you said? Yes. Yeah, that's so great. So I would encourage everyone to take advantage of that. That's amazing. Um, (laughs) I think that's just fantastic. So very, very cool. Well, it's been a pleasure having you and um, I'm ready to move into the little positivity push at the end, some rapid fire questions. And um, and then you'll just say the first thing that comes to mind. So here we go. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Um, simple things, Hadley, that bring you joy. Name some simple things that bring you joy. Right. Swimming on a hot summer day. Uh, my family, which has been awesome. Uh, my fiance. Um, sunsets. And boating, which has been awesome being home and being able to go boating. Oh, and I bet it's so beautiful there too. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I align on almost all of those with you. So that is awesome. Um, okay. You're going to complete the sentence for me. Okay. You ready? All right. Okay. And this goes out to everyone who's viewing, who's watching right now, and those who might listen to the podcast episode later um, on the on my website. Um, and it is this. The question, uh, the statement is, never forget. Never forget. And you fill in the blank, Hadley. Never forget to be bold and great and mighty forces will come to your aid. Oh, I love that when you said that. Yes. <laughs> Wait, say it again. Be bold and great and mighty forces will come to your aid. Is that right? Yes. I love yep. it. I've not heard that exact like <laughs> phrase before and I think it's awesome. Um, okay, last it. one. Yeah. Um, you can fill in the blank. You can. You can get to where you want to be in your health and your wellness in your life, your day-to-day habits and everything. 
um, you can, you can do it. You might need help to get there, but it is possible. Yeah. So fantastic. Well, this was so fun. Um, I thank you so much for being on. There are so many nuggets to take away from this. Um, but I think the one that I want to leave all the viewers with is just take this time as an invitation. I love the, the mm-hmm. idea of tapping inward and I thank you for coming on to spread some of your positivity and joy. So thank Aww. you so much. Well, thank you. Yeah, it was super fun. Thank you, Hadley. And I do hope that there's a time when we can return to our focus on joy, positivity, and what is fun. But for now, we will continue to experience the sorrow of the situation in our country. And we will continue to search our souls for ways to make a positive change. One thing remains true. When we come together to affect change, we are stronger. And connected, we can rise. <laughs>